All right, hello, dear listeners. Welcome to the 20th episode of the Illusion Empire podcast. It is I, Illusion Empire. Today, the the breakdown of this is going to be a little different. And the reason why I'm saying that is because it's only two new, two segments worth preserving here for this episode. It'll be just a political section and the WTF section. There'll be no board game, video game related news because I could just sum that to one thing. Essentially, all events is going to be internet only and of course, physical version of these events, all video game, board game events will be closed down or or they're going to function at a much um, smaller capacity just to mitigate the spread of the coronavirus. So that's all I have to say. It's not worth making a whole segment over it, in my opinion. So, yep, so that's my deal with that one. We have a bunch of, bunch of articles worth going about. And... And I'm going to report the first one. The one that's going according... The one that the routine has not been disturbed by much. You know, um, March 17th, there are going to be four states that's going to hold their primary. And this one is... Has double the worth in terms of total delegates compared to March 10th. This one has about a... 15% 15% I'm thinking um, and that's it uh, yeah 15% worth of delegates there um, and Bernie Sanders really needs to catch up but well so it's going to be a sure victory for Biden to become the Democrat nominee okay so these are the four states are going to um, still vote but don't be surprised if vote turnout becomes low because of the coronavirus panic I mean common sense could tell you that um, and this chance of getting only only 2,000 delegates is looking very slim for Mr. Bernie Sanders alright so let's start with the smallest one Arizona um, Arizona has the least amount of delegates I have 67 delegates in total and this one, hmm, they say they're saying to go either or. Arizona is a pretty conservative state. Actually, no, not anymore. It's a, it's become a flip state, especially when it comes to terms of presidency. That um, it's turning more blue. Um, Arizona, so. But just because it's turning blue doesn't mean it's going to be a short victory for Sanders. I mean, these people could be moderate Democrats. And I think Biden could win this one if I have to make an honest prediction. So that I could say for Biden. I think Biden's going to win this one. Um, And then the one with the second least, but another important one is Ohio. Yeah, Ohio has 136 delegates up for grabs, and 
this one here, I think this one could go to Biden as well. I mean, this is a flip-flop state. And be very radical will definitely hurt um, Bernie Sanders' chances here. So, this, and I don't think it's looking good for me. All right, Illinois. Illinois. Um, I think this is the only state I could see, I could predict Bernie Sanders win here confidently. And this one here is the second most. Um, delicate rich state for this um, date, March 17th. We have 155 delegates up for grabs, and I think Sanders has a chance. Illinois is a pretty progressive state, and I think Bernie Sanders has a chance of winning this one. Okay, and then Florida, the biggest prize for the date. It has 219 delegates up for grabs, and this is a very swing state. And this one, I think this could be a primary toss of a goal either way. But if I have to really go one candidate here, I think Biden could take this state. So if my prediction is right, three states go to Biden. One, one of them goes to Bernie Sanders, and I just really think Bernie Sanders is toast at this point because a lot of the more progressive states is not um, popping up anytime soon. I would say April, um, but the catch-up chance of Bernie Sanders is almost up. I mean, I think after March 17th, that'll be already 60% um, percent of delegates already allocated for, and... Bernie Sanders got to win strong here. Not just by measly 5, 10 points. I mean, he's got to probably win by 20 points. And the moderates have really consolidated themselves. And Bernie Sanders' base, I don't think he has grown all that much. He has to be able to appeal to moderates. And the more you know, conservative Democrats, the um, elder generations who are you know less progressive, I mean... So let's see here. He's gonna he's gonna win. He's gonna um, you know he's gonna lose. Excuse me, not win, lose. Again, gotta be honest. You know, progressives. I think um, they're not gonna have a real um, contender for a while too. I think not until two election cycles. AOC is the most prolific one, but she'll be too young. Definitely by 2024, maybe by 2028, she'll run. But she'll also be very young by then. And I still think she needs more ex- legislative experience. So, if you want to time it right, I would take an educated guess, say 2032. Yeah, 2032, she'll definitely have a pretty big record to run on. If it's, a, you know, if she's done well. So... Moderates are plenty of moderates, so there's plenty of moderate Democrats, and replacing star for them will be pretty easy. So that's your update with the March 17th. Um, even though, even though, despite the coronavirus, they're still going to continue their primary. 
There is one that they decided to push theirs back significantly, and that will be the Louisiana primary. The Louisiana primary. So it starts sometime in... What's that? Drum roll, please. That is supposed to be on April. But thanks to that, um, it's been pushed back to June because, you know, the coronavirus. The coronavirus has touched essentially everything at this point. And I'm going to rant on more things that they touch. Um, You know, they want to really mitigate the spread here. So, I would say it's responsible. Um, and they have 33 coronavirus cases, especially in, in New Orleans area. A lot of them are there. Um, and they have and they already declared declared um state of emergency. So yeah, so it's supposed to be April 4th, actually their primary, but it's gonna be delayed to June 20th. Wow, it's pretty near their um convention date. Yeah, yeah, it's a July. Yeah, so. Louisiana has um, definitely pushed back on that. Will all the other primaries um, follow? Maybe, maybe not. We'll see what happens with states like New York, Jersey, Connecticut, especially a lot of the northeast and eastern states that hasn't um, conducted their primaries yet. So... That's what we have here. In terms of delicate count, let's get to that lovely delicate count. The count that matters the most. All right. So we have Mr. Bernie Sanders here. And he has a total of 736 delegates. Yep. Has accumulated over a hundred pre-recently, but that doesn't, you know, that doesn't boost his chance for lead all that much. Mr. Joe Biden here has 890, so he is essentially halfway there of securing a nomination, and he is at lead. He's in the lead by 160. Uh, over 160. No, actually, no. The math will be wrong. Yeah. About over 150 delegates. He's in the lead by over 150 delegates. My math's not that good today. Um, and and like I said, things not looking good. Once Sanders loses March 17th, he should just quit. And essentially, no chance for him to, you know. Go on and let's see if the Democrat of many Democrats can fall in line to support Joe Biden. That's be the next um trial that Biden's got to go through. I don't think the nomination should be his biggest concern. He's better, you know, you gotta consolidate as a party to defeat Mr. Trump, the incumbent, who is stronger than ever. I have to be honest, stronger than ever. And if he does well during his corona crisis. If he does, then he is almost sure to be reelected. People are people's not people's minds on focus on short term things. So 
Sadly, that's um enough sometimes. Um so that's what we have. And of course, they already going on with this. They already um doing this CNN Democrat debate. Of course, it's not gonna have audience. So it's gonna be more dull than ever, to be honest. And I'm not, I'm just not gonna watch it. At this point, the debates is not gonna do much for Sanders. I know some people they have so oh, it could do something. No, a lot of people's minds is already made up even before the, the debate. You probably could move twenty percent of the voting base, maybe the undecided people, the dependents. But a lot of people got their minds made up. And they know who they're going to vote for. So, it could probably give a small boost. But I don't think it's going to do all that much. But I could be wrong. I'm just predicting. You know, predicting. Trying to guess the outcome before it happens. So, you know. um, That will be it. You already know, Corona has a touch to a lot of things. It's gonna be, it's already a whole lot of cancellations going on, whole lot of closures, and if these places continue to operate, well, they operate in a much um, limited capacity, and just to mitigate the spread of this virus. All right. Thank you so much, and we will get to the second and final segment soon. Anchor is a free podcasting app that is perfect for beginners. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast. Anchor will distribute your podcast so that it could be heard in other platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm. That is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. I'm going to repeat. It is A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M. To get started. What are you waiting for? I've been doing this for about a year now. And if you really have the passion to start a podcast, you should do it. It's fun and easy. Welcome, listeners, to the second and final part of this podcast. Um, I'm going to give a little rant here. And this is a warning. This could get offensive to some of you, especially those who are just very sensitive and don't at least try to understand about my opinion. You don't have to agree with it. At least try to have an understanding of it. You're entitled to your own emotions. All right, so I have this article here from NPR about price gouging. And 
Before I get to that, the crisis reveals the best and the worst of humanity. And the reason why I say that is because some markets and sellers have been price gouging. Um, and Letitia James, I can assure you, is on top of this. She's gathered some evidence already, and is she um, um, discussed that a little bit with um, NPR's Rachel Martin. And then she's going to do what she can to stop price gouging. This is a very criminal thing. They've been raising prices significantly. They raise it so significantly, you can't even freaking believe it. And these are basic life essential um, products. For example, she states here that a hand sanitizer in Midtown Manhattan is $79. Now, how the hell... You're going to raise it to $79. Um, this is what some people and businesses do. They take advantage of the high demand in the situation and they increase the prices exuberantly. Exuberant. Uh, expend, you know, they increase it exponentially just to get extra profit with limited um, supplies, of course. Um, and, you know, and there's a lot of fraudsters and scammers is popping up, especially with cures to the coronavirus. There's no damn cure. We barely developed, you know, we have um, we developed the vaccine. Canada already did. China already did. And 70% of the cases are covered already. And you don't believe me, you can just um, Google this. I'm sure it's a few news articles that are, will we'll, um, touch on that. And you know, and they are just enjoying because they know a lot of people want these things. And you know, and this is just ridiculous. This is this is definitely the worst side of humanity, of course. And of course, the massive people who are suffering the panic. To me, the panic is more detrimental in some ways than the coronavirus itself. It is unfortunate the coronavirus has already taken um, over hundreds of lives already. It's very unfortunate, and I definitely don't want to make light of that. I definitely don't, and there is going to be no but to that, because that's just, you know, anyone who makes light of it is sick, and they need help. Now, I'm more, I'm criticizing how the markets are reacting, and I have to be honest, the news, too, they overly sensationalize it, and they have been, and they have brainwashed a lot of people just to go crazy and buy it. Just like Donald Trump is responsible um, for speaking, they should be responsible too. You know, they need to be responsible because a lot of people just. Um, I went to a stop and shop um, yesterday, and it was so hard; it was impossible actually to find water. Yeah, water because they're sold out. Toilet tissues, wipes, forget it. And I was completely gone. And me, I was one of the few calm souls in there because I already bulked up two weeks before this craziness happens. Um, yeah. And me, I like to be proactive. I'll try to be as proactive as I could be because 
that'll be the smart thing to do. You know, make people have a lot of priorities need to juggle with and you know, not people react um and do things the last minute. You know, and BJ's forget it. They had a huge traffic and some places already put rules and regulations on that and Walmart even limit their um operate um their business hours so that they Works at more time to restock on toilet paper, on wipes and cleaning and certain foods and drinks. Um, well, especially water. Um, because of the panic. I mean, for people who bought a lot of food out of greed, um, how the hell are you going to manage that? Are you going to eat food like a fat ass all the time just to uh, prevent the food from spoiling? Yeah, you reap what you sow, buddy, so... I won't be surprised if your house starts smelling very, very unpleasant because of your greed. Just saying, well, some some stores like Kroger's and other big supermarket um, companies, they have put limits on buys, which is sadly, you know, I'm not going to say in the first few days that they couldn't throw that right away. But after a week, I mean... Could at least come up with a plan, and now some places even have security guards guarding these things. And it's it's crazy. It's really crazy how people are reacting. To me, I'm more about I'm more worried about the mental illness that this virus is causing more than um more than the virus itself. It's people's reaction, illogic, panic that they have done this, and they, many things have closed, you know, sporting events, even churches, which that one shocked me, what happened to the faith there, what happened to the faith, well, you know what, I guess I'm gonna have to pray at home, and, and, you know, and follow the masses, and just worship the Lord harder at my home, and because church is not available, so, I need to do my own contingency plan, just like companies and everybody else is doing. The more online, I mean, this is where the internet's gonna shine. If they could um do all these services well, well, they've done a pretty good job of mitigating the spread of the coronavirus. So I'm more people staying home. And when when the situation wanes down, and then God willing, things will be restored um back to normal. Because being cooped out, cooped up in a house for for some people, a few days, they start getting anxious. They feel in prison. Some people take a week, maybe two. You know, depends on the individual. If you love being home, well, this is paradise for them right now. Um, so I said, and you know, and the feds, they have did such a good thing. They have reduced interest rates to near zero. And finally, this mentally ill mayor, Mayor de Blasio, has finally closed the New York State public schools. Just, of course, mitigate the spread. He finally came to a census, I'm sure, with pressure for UFT, the parents. And gained some clarity. They find it the right thing, the responsible thing. I'm not sure a month is going to be necessary, but what do I know? I'm not a health expert, so I'm not going to double down or triple down on that. Just throwing a little commentary there. Um, 
we'll see what happens and got one of this song virus goes away Manny prevails once again through the power of Christ amen and no matter what happens I know it's tough sometimes let's enjoy life because the older you get the more you appreciate life or at least you will reach that conclusion sometime okay so let me just end this in a very cheesily bad note despite this mild rant I gave um enjoy life let this virus conquer you um, humanity has um, prevailed against um, many disease, many um, pandemics before. And I'm pretty sure we're going to overcome this one. And time will reveal that. So thanks so much. And enjoy life. <laughs>